Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dallas Comedy Club podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lou, and today I am sitting down with the so, so funny, so lovely, just a big ball of energy, the one and only Debbie McElhaney. Did I say it right? Oh, my gosh, you said it right. Yes. And what an intro. I, I don't even know how I'm going to be able to do anything with that. But thank you. Thank oh, you so much. I love making my guests blush. <laughs> it is the best. Uh, Debbie is a part of our one of our Wednesday night improv club teams, all-time faves. They perform an organic herald, um, which is, I think, one of the hardest forms ever. And I am continuously <laughs> blown away by your team every week. When you take that stage and you make it look effortless, how you do that? I, you know, I am so honored to be a part of this group. When when we were um, given this format of the Herald, I'm like, oh no, we're in trouble. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, every week has been fun, and we continue to grow and and get more connected, and it's just been an amazing experience. Yeah, the form, um, the the Herald, all by itself. For those of you out there who don't know much about improv and Forbes, it, it's already a very complicated form. You're essentially improvising. The only way I know how to describe it is it's almost like you're laying out a sitcom because you've got like an A, B, and C storyline, even though they don't really connect. Um, we're maybe going to see these characters again. We're maybe not. We're right. going to do a time dash maybe <laughs> or an analogous, which again, for those of you out there who don't know anything about improv, you're like, what are these words? And then you add in the organic element. And so instead of these folks getting to swipe the stage or tag out or, or do these very like normal improv moves, they just have to do things and trust that their teammates <laughs> are going to know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a loud noise over here, so we're changing gears, okay, guys? <laughs> but it works. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you uh, you all perform where, at least like in the performance setting, I'm sure, absolutely in rehearsals it gets a little bit rockier, yeah, right? But in, in on stage, I've never seen this team get tripped up. And it is so impressive and I don't know that every audience member really realizes how impressive it is, <laughs> but as someone who's done a lot of wow. improv, I'm watching you all each week like, how are they doing Well, this? that's so kind of you to say. It's <laughs> wonderful. I want to know so much more about you, Debbie, because you know I'm brand new to Dallas. I barely know anyone in this community. So this is my chance to like yum, 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 get to know you okay. even more. So I want to know what what inspired you to try improv for the first time? What kind of brought you to this world? Yeah, I um, I grew up studying theater and music and working in that environment from everything from acting, directing, stage managing, costuming, you know, wherever I could make money. Right. And then I ended up having to shift gears and come to the corporate world for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it was just like kind of beating me down a little bit yeah. because I missed that creative energy and flow. And so I decided in October of 2017 to take an improv class. Oh my gosh. And just see, first of all, could I still do that? Yeah. You know, and something like that. And as my brother always said, yeah, I get acting, but why comedy, Debbie? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to try. Yeah. Because so it's fun, it was brother. fun. And so I went through the entire improv program, and then I'm like, okay, well, I should just take it up a notch. And I went into sketch. Yeah. Went through the sketch program. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then storytelling. Yeah. And I really love storytelling. Every I didn't know this about you. I love storytelling. And every um, performance that I saw was so inspiring. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody really shone. Uh, sh 
Shine, 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 whatever. I was trying to figure out the past tense to glow the other day, and I said glue, and I got made fun works of for so me. hard. It works for me. So. Lou works for me. Thank you. Thank um, you. But, and, and then I was like, okay, I've gone through the whole program. The one thing I said I would never do was stand up. And I'm like, I'll just do it. You know, I'll Good just do you. it. I'm still terrified of it. So it, it was just pushing the limits and kind yeah. of like, let's just try stuff. If it works, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's been I, fun. It's, it's, I'm always so impressed by people who are completely unafraid to, to maybe fail at something, right? And I think that's the thing that hangs me up from, hungs me up? Hangs me up? Yeah, yeah hangs right. Me up, um, <laughs> from trying stand-up because I'm like, the idea of having to be myself on stage? <laughs> that is crazy talk. Yeah, and it brings me back to kind of like the roots of um, studying theater and acting everything. Yeah. They're like, you can't be afraid. If you're afraid to make mistakes, you will never grow, you mm -hmm. will never learn. And you'll never get to that real gold, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, I bomb all the time. No, but you don't. Well, <laughs> come on. It's just like, I see you every Wednesday. No, you don't. <laughs> but, you know, then then there's room to, to improve and be better yeah. and try something else and yeah. think of things in a different way. And that's amazing. And doing it in, in an environment like this, um, whether it be at DCC or one of any other like improv school, right. Yeah. Or comedy school in general, it allows a safety net. I think where it's like, you know what, we're all trying it. We're Absolutely. all going to fail. We're all going to, do something dumb on this stage at some point and spend way too long being like, why did I do that? In our that? head. And, and yeah. here's the little hint, folks. You're the only one who remembers that bad, dumb move. No one True. else is going home that night going, <laughs> that Debbie girl <laughs> with that move. No, no one's doing that. 100%. They're just, they're remembering the highlights. And if you did something that was a little bit of a flub, it was there and it was gone forever. Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing early on that I learned is, like, the audience is going to pick up on what you're doing in terms of if you're having a good time, they're going to have a good time. Hell, yeah. If you're feeling insecure, they're going to go, oh, I don't know. Something's just not working, mm, you know? Yeah. So you just got to get out there and just sell it 100%. Yeah. Be comfortable and just have a good time. Yeah. And if you're not, then this isn't the place for you, you know? Yeah. I mean, if it, if it does make you uncomfortable, then... Find something else that makes yeah. you feel great. And there's so many, like, outlets in comedy, you know, especially with – I'm so happy you've done sketch because I think that's a world that a lot of people are afraid of because they look at sketch and they're like, oh, I don't – I don't – I couldn't – I could maybe write it, but I could never get up on stage. Mm -hmm. And so it's like – then go write sketch. You don't have to be a performer. You know, if, if being on the stage terrifies you, explore all of the amazing opportunities that are out there that doesn't put you on the stage. Right. Write sketch, direct sketch, like be involved in this world. Uh, I try to, uh, I would say this a lot on the podcast, but, you know, this, this world is not for the elite. This world is not just for actors and performers right. this world is for anyone who loves comedy who wants to be a part of comedy so just come find your little niche yeah and little I, I recommend taking classes because there's so much to learn about yourself oh yeah whether you end up pursuing this is something that you do you know for fun or not there's just so much to learn I, I had a gal um, in one of my classes she didn't come from 
you know, any kind of a background in performance at all. She just wanted to be able to do a PowerPoint presentation for her company. Yeah. And she was amazing. They always are. <laughs> you know, I mean, brilliant. And um, I miss seeing her because yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed her in class so much. But that was her sole purpose of taking a class. Yeah, just like I want to not get sweaty when I stand <laughs> yeah. in front of people. Like, that's it. Yes, glowing a little too much. Yeah. I understand yeah. Do you have um, a particular moment, whether it be in class or on stage, that sort of stands out as like a light bulb moment. We talk a lot about um, the different rules that I put in quotes that go along with improv that sometimes it's like, oh, it feels like you're hitting your head against a wall for a while trying to understand something. And do you just have a moment where you're like, oh, the light bulb went off. Oh, that was it. I get it now. There, well, there are a lot of times where like some things will get a laugh that I don't understand why they're getting a laugh. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's okay. I mean, it could be a physicality that you did or an accent that you did or, you know, just like in there was a class once and we were yes ending a scene and it was like a carnival kind of thing. And this guy over here was selling his hot nuts. Mm -hmm. And so I was over there and I was just like, okay. Hot apple cider, hot apple cider. And so then we just began chanting, nuts and cider, nuts and cider. And the entire class just lost it. And yeah. I was like, okay. And then, you know, they cut and in the scene, I was like, I, I'm not sure what happened there. I don't get why people were laughing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of has become fodder for my um, stand up because I misunderstand things a lot. <laughs> And I end up going to open mics and Google a lot of things that the comics got left. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that oh. was a little risque. Oh, you know? <laughs> okay. A little dirty. A little naughty. Yeah. I mean, open mics are a whole other world, right? I mean, sure. I I feel like I've been to a bunch of open mics to go support friends. I've been to actual stand-up shows. The energy in the room is so different yeah. in an open mic. Yeah. Why? Talk to me about it. Because <laughs> um, you're all in the same boat, I think. Yeah. Um, and when I first go into going to the open mics, you know, they encourage you to do that in class so that you can get that experience behind you. And I thought, oh gosh, this is going to be really cutthroat. And people yeah. are going to be like, but it's not at all. My experience has been so incredibly supportive in that world. Oh, that makes me so which, happy. I don't know why it surprised me, but it just did. I mean, you know, people that I wouldn't know, they would come up to me afterwards because they knew I was new to it yeah. and obviously pretty green about a lot of stuff. And they come up and go, you know, this one that you did just really landed. Oh, I'm like, so oh, nice. thank you. Or some nights, you know, I would get off and I'm like, oh, man, just, you know, I want to get in my car and go yeah. home. <laughs> and they're like, come back next week. Shake it off. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, keep coming. And I'm like, thank you. And... That is so nice to hear because honestly, I feel like same. Per, my perception is like, oh, very cutthroat, and sort of the the divide between improvisers and standups is mm -hmm. very much like improv is all rah rah, celebrate everything, right, we right. love each other, we're just a big old support net, and then standup feels it could because it is very solo. So right. I wouldn't expect the community surrounding an open mic to be so supportive, but that makes me so happy to hear that I've people been are nice. Oh, very fortunate. Very fortunate. Yeah. Yay. Oh. What piece of advice would you give to someone who's um, looking to sort of like take an improv or a stand-up class or a sketch class? Just someone who's, all right, I'm about to walk into my first day of class. What piece of advice would you give them? Just keep an open mind. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is playtime for adults, y'all. Just let go. Don't, don't censor. And I know it's so hard to do. 
you know, I mean, they tell you don't think about it, just get out there and do things. But when you finally get to that space, Mm -hmm. you're like, this is fun. Yeah. You know, it's not work. It's really fun, you know, but like sometimes with the Herald going back to that, I'm oh, like yeah. thinking, do I have to do the math in my head? Are we on the third set? What are we, you know, are we? This first or second group game. What was the first thing in the first scene? Yeah. But, but when you trust the group yeah. and having fun, it just kind of works. Trust. That's such a big thing. And you can't force it. Right. Um, but the fastest way to uh, a group that trusts each other is if the whole group is willing to be vulnerable and look dumb together. And if you if you can all just look dumb with each other yeah. and together, oh, man, that trust is just popping off. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you don't have to perform. I mean, no. take it for yourself. See if you like it. Yeah. Just try it. Yeah. Absolutely. Just try it. Just try it. I promise it'll be fun. You'll get something out of it. You Absolutely. will. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've had so many students throughout the years where it was like, same, similar to the one you were just talking about. Oh, I just want to be able to give a PowerPoint. I, I'm a mm-hmm. lawyer. Yeah, I just want to yeah. not get tongue tied when I'm doing my depositions and, and blah, blah, blah. And by the end of it, it's like, yeah, they're still terrified to go do their grad show. But they're and they're not looking to be like a weekend performer, or weekly right. performer. But they're going to take level two because they l- love the community they just found, and yeah. it's all it is. It's so special. And there are a lot of amazing lawyers that are stand ups oh, guys yeah. in this town. There are a lot of really good. <laughs> Listen, if you're in Dallas and you're like, I could never, Debbie and I are telling you, you sure. can do it. Yeah, just try it. All right, we're going to shift gears now to some fun, goofy questions. Just fun, goof, goof questions. So if you could insert yourself into any television show or movie, Mm. which would it be in history? Gosh, so many things. I know. I really love, and I'm going way back and dating myself so much. So, you know, this is a good demographic, you guys. You're never too old. (laughs) Um, Just like thinking of show of shows with. Yeah. An amazing cast. Um, it was you know, a complete variety sketch kind of show. And just being able to get out there and perform, you know, physicality to music or, you know, doing your sketch scene. Yeah. I, I think that would be so amazing to be around that talent and that energy. You know, yeah. Sid Caesar and Imogen Coco and, you know, some just... Mel Brooks, all those amazing people. I love that you, because everyone so far has been like superhero movies <laughs> or like comedy, like hard, like sitcoms. And I just like, I love the, I love the more unique answers like this. Um, yeah, because who wouldn't want to be on like a yeah. fun variety show? Like I think about laughing way more than I should. I love I laughing, laughing <laughs> so much. <laughs> I like tried to force the. Have you gotten a chance to see Jerry yet? The DCC staff team I saw on Saturday. Early on, yes. So you know how we do the the curtain open, totally. and that's all from and that was all me being like, we got to do a laugh and open. Yeah, yeah. And we've abandoned it because it just doesn't work. <laughs> but I was like, we are gonna do this until I decide it's terrible. Um, if you had to choose a song that would play every time you entered a room, it's like mm. your intro song. What's the song? I really like. Um, Farrell Williams happy. Yes. You oh, know? that's a great like song for you too. Like, Debbie is always in a wonderful mood and so <laughs> joyful and lovely. It's the drugs. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's the drugs that are comedy, baby. Um, oh, I love that choice. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good one. If you had to choose today, what would the name of your autobiography or your Netflix special be? Oh, golly. These are tough questions. I know. I know. Um, Again, it's another song title from a show, but um, What Did I Have? 
that okay. I don't have because I I question that a lot, you know, because I felt like I felt like I was much more fearless when I was younger. Oh, really? You know, and um, so I'm always like trying to push myself now. Yeah, it's like you know what, age doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It really doesn't. No. as long as you're healthy and you're, you're still happy, kicking yeah. and happy, and I want to continue growing. You know, if I'm not, why am I here? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, that's, I think, why so many adults love improv is because it does sort of bring you back to this fearlessness of childhood. I don't care if I'm about to look stupid. I'm going to go do the thing because it's going to be fun to go, like, try and jump off the swing set. Yeah. It's going to be fun to go pretend to be a pirate for two hours. So keep questioning and keep asking those questions and finding those answers for yourself. Yeah. Oh. Love it. What are three things, pieces of art, TV shows, movies, songs, a walk in the park, whatever, just three things that you would recommend new students, comedy students consume? For for improv, Truth and Comedy by um, Halpern, Close, and Johnson, I think is a really great, quick, mm-hmm. easy read. And it's kind of a good refresher course on yeah. things that you learn. And as an intro, you know, really just to see – is this something I really want to do? I don't yeah. know. And you kind of, and it, taking the classes and performing and doing it, it all solidifies everything that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to say, Debbie has um, several books in front of her right now. <laughs> she came so prepared for this. I see little like post-it notes on it with notes. I, like easily the most prepared guest for the podcast. Wow. So thank you. And I appreciate that it's so from much. insecurities. I just like... Yeah, I you know what I I just want to like we had I had Stefan and Maddie and I'm going to call them out um for this on here and they each only had one thing to contribute to this oh, question wow. <laughs> because they were not prepared like you so I am very grateful for your preparedness well um, I mean it may be more than you want but I um, want them all give me all another great one is theater games for rehearsal by Viola Spolin and this is kind of like a director's POV but mm. again it just it reinforces so many things like show, don't tell. Yeah. You know, I mean, which is a huge one because, you know, you're so, there's this language, you know, this is how I, only way I know how to communicate. But there's so many other ways. And also to take your time. Yeah. Fill the moments because some of the funniest things can be happening in that space. Yes. You know, use that space. And, um, and we already hit on, like, the audience will follow your lead if you're having a good time. They're going to have a great time. Yes. Um, and then Integration of Abilities by Paul Baker. And it's all about trusting the process and using that inner dialogue that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, trusting the voice and allow it to go full into your body. Yeah. And always tapping into your experiences to get a real emotional contact. Yeah. You know, context to things. Hell yeah, those are three great suggestions. And I see on this other, what is, what is this one? So I just started reading this one, and I was like, oh, I hesitant to bring it in. It's called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I just got to this point where they're talking about, it's, it's basically talking about, you know, why are some people successful and others aren't? And yes, it has a lot to do with um, opportunity and mm-hmm. location and those kind of things, but it's more than that. And I'm on this chapter right now where he's talking about 10,000 hours, yep. you know, and it's like the time that you put into things and, um, you know, what makes somebody better if they started in the school system at a certain time to 
enter into a sporting program mm-hmm. and maybe they weren't eligible until they were a certain age mm-hmm. and because you know how some people start school like school start in September my birthday right. was in September so I was always a year behind everyone else. everyone else in my class and um some people think that gives you a disadvantage because you're not as mature. I was fortunate because it challenged me a little bit more. Right. And you had to step up to kind of match your classmates. That. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of, there's so many factors into it. And the 10,000 hours concept is, you know, the more that you put into things, the more of an expert you're going to become. And I was just, I found that fascinating. There was a group at the the People's Improv Theater where I worked in New York before coming down to Dallas called 10,000 Hours. Oh. And the idea was that they would do, um, a, it was a three-hour practice twice a week and a two-hour show once oh, a week. Wow. And it was a lot of work, yeah. but it the whole idea behind it was that they were trying to reach their 10,000 hours for long-form improv. And um, it was a, kind of an open invitation. There was yeah. the core group, but if if... You know, if you wanted to hop into rehearsal or a show that, you know, as long as you were friends with somebody on the team, they'd let you drop in. And I, I did a, a lot with that group for a very long time. And it, it, it forces you to get better. It really does. Because it's just you're constantly. And I mean, people talk about improv burnout a lot. But I think if you're working with people who challenge you. Yes. That it, you don't get that burnout because you're not feeling like, oh, we're just doing the same thing over and yeah. over again. You're getting that. Someone's there to tell you, like, no, step up, get better, do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you saw that growth as they as oh, they yeah. went. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe we'll do something here at DCC if there's that enough interest. Cool. If there's <laughs> enough interest. Um, okay, so this is the the final little piece of the interview portion, and then we're gonna do some improv. Okay. So this uh, segment is called First Thought, Best Thought. These are one word answers only, or as close to one word as you can. Okay. Okay. Um, so, first thought, best thought. What is your idea of misery? Mm, growth. Oh. What is your idea of pure bliss? Happiness. Yeah. Uh, what or who is your biggest inspiration? My dad. What is your biggest vice? Probably Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer so much. Everyone's answer on this has been either food, weed, or alcohol. Mm. So I love, and that broad. So yeah. I love that yours was so specific to Mountain Dew. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dr. Pepper. And Dr. moving Pepper's down great. here, apparently that's like the thing here. It is a big thing. It's not common in, in New York, New Jersey. So I was thrilled that everywhere you go, they have Dr. Pepper on draft. When I lived in California at a restaurant, I'd ask for Dr. Pepper, and they go, you must be from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> they have, like, Mr. Pibb in California. Right. Get out of here. No. Um, do you ask for forgiveness or for permission? Ooh, forgiveness. And uh, first thought, best thought, what one word best describes you and your brand of comedy? Gawkward. Gawkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Debbie, thank you so much. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, we are going to now move to our final segment. That's the improv portion of the uh, podcast. So I have my handy random word generator in front of me. Do you want a random word, a location, a relationship, or per, like profession acts? I have literally every, com- anything you want, I have the Surprise ability. Surprise me. Ooh, Okay. Then let's go with a location, and we're in prison. <laughs> she rolled her eyes so hard just now. <laughs> Georgia, I told you no. Why? Oh, come on, 
come on, come on, Luth, Luth, we gotta, we gotta finish the brew. I promised the girls in Cell Block C that we'd have some fine wine to bring to the potluck, Luth. I know it, I know it, but I just, all right, all right, I gotta get myself a go and to get in the spirit you know i love yeah. it when you sing i love it when you sing I, I can't believe you're up for parole next week well baby i'm gonna tell them if they don't take you with me i ain't getting now out. don't yes Luke, don't no get into no it. Luke, i mean we got we gotta go together i know you want to go together but you better not muck it up just get out. If you can get out, then you get the hell out of here, baby girl. There's no reason for you to stay in here. Well, then, then I could come and break you out. No, then you're you you're kind of naughty. Well, then I'd be back in You'd it be with back you, Luth. I I just want you to get back out into the real world. I know it can be scary out there. How long you been in here? I've been in here, you know, a spell. Quite a spell. Maybe ten spells. Ten spells. Ten spells. Yeah. See, I only been in here for five spells. I got you got five on me. And you made the last five spells so special. Yeah, right back at you. I'm just saying. I love Luke, you. Man. Come on, I, I love, love you. you. Don't you cry. I come know on, I Luke. can't come help on, it. I on. can't help it. Listen, I just <laughs> I'm afraid to leave. Why? Uh-huh. Baby, baby, I'd be there for you. Yeah, I know, but what, what's out there anyway? You know, a lot of noise, a lot of people trying to tell us that we got to live life a certain way. I don't want to go. We can do our own thing. Yeah, what's, what's that? We can, we can make our own brew just for us, the way we like it. Forget about what them people in Celsi want. You talking about bottling up our little brew here yeah you talk about starting a business outside yeah these you got the smarts and the talent and i'll be here for you i support you this that's that's something else man i, I never had anybody who wants to support me like that we got this yeah we got this i'm, I'm telling them we got a plan for the future and that's why we need to get out together so we can go straight together. Yeah, you think you think that your you think your family will uh, would like us both coming out of here at the same time? I don't know. Last time your kids came to visit, they they didn't like the fact that we had our little meeting together. Yeah, but they're thirty; they can get on with their lives. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I love you. You you got that that I don't give a shit energy. You know, you got that like confidence that i ain't never had i ain't never had confidence but, like that but baby i got that confidence from you from me how, yeah, how you get that baby. i didn't have that confidence when i got here how oh, you get man. that confidence well you got it now and i'm telling you those five spells made yeah. me feel good made yeah. me feel better i knew i could be a better person because of you Oh, stop it luth you, you're making me blush i ain't gonna be able to finish my toilet wine if you keep at it like that it's so natural looking when you blush like that <laughs> i just it, love it i love it stop it come on no <laughs> now listen we can't be getting lost in these daydreams come on 
You, you and I both know I ain't getting out of here. Well, I mean, you just stole a couple of Dr. Peppers. I can't believe they just threw that sentence at you so damn hard. You know, it's it's a tough state. Texas is a tough state. I don't know. They are. You know, the warden's got it out for me, so you know I ain't getting out of here anytime soon. But you you got a a shot. You got a shot, Luth. I'm going to find a way and make it work. You got a future out there. I I ain't your future. I'm your past. Baby, you come in with me. There ain't no other way around it. Then let's do it. Let's break it out. Let's break out tonight. <gasps> okay. I'm on. Let's do it. We'll just, yeah, when they have that party and they're taking that brew, we'll get out of here. Well, I, listen, I know that the guards have been eyeing up my brew for a while. I could slip a little, a little something. A little something, something. Well, so, so. Yeah, just make them tired a make little. Make them a little tired and then slow. We just, we can get the hell out of here. Yeah. And we can, uh, it's a life of running. Is that what you want? You want to just have a life of running away from the law? We're going to have to leave Texas. You're not going to be able to see your kids again. You do all that for me, Luth? Oh, yeah. 100%. It's good. Damn. It's all good. I'm going to be honest. I don't know that I would do all that for you, Luth. Well, shit. I don't know. If I had a chance of getting out of here and and starting new, I think I'd take it. I know I hurt you just now. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be that, honest. That you told deep. me. You that told me deep, to be honest, Luth, and just, I. This is honesty. If that's what you really want, I'll send you a Dr Pepper every week. I love you, Luth. Love you too. Babe. Scene. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved that. Um, I've had a couple of these now that kind of dipped into a little dramatic improv, which I love because it's always with the other actors in this community. Right, right. So it's like, oh, we're we're just craving that drama, baby. Debbie, thank you so much again for sitting down with me today. I had such a blast getting thank to you. know you. Um, is there anything else you want to plug or or uh, is there somewhere that people can find more about you, whether it's like social media or website or anything like that? Um, I, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and, you know, um, just love what's happening here at the Dallas Comedy Club and Kimalu and all this fresh energy. And, um, you know, it's amazing. Check out the classes. Have some fun. Yay, and you can watch Debbie every Wednesday with her team, All Time Faves. Um, Their time slot shifts every week, so you can go to dallas-comedyclub.com and click on shows to see our current calendar and when All Time Faves is performing. Uh, You can also check out our current class calendar or class schedule there as well. So that's dallas-comedyclub.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. I have been your host, Kimberly Alou, but you already knew that. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Well, I love you so much, Debbie. (laughs) Stay safe out there, folks.